We are back with another episode of Black Girls VOD. Andrea, how goes it, friend? Hey, Michelle. It's hey. going, honey. It's going. <laughs> hey. Look, hey, girl, it's hey. going. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of stuff to catch up on, man. So much sports, so little time. Well, let's just get on into yeah. it, shall we? Okay. Yeah, so we are, it's Sunday afternoon. We have two NBA playoff first round, uh, well, one second round, one first round, game seven going on this afternoon. Right now, I think we're in the fourth, fourth quarter of um, the Hawks-Sixers first game of the second mm-hmm. round. I'm going to predict that the Hawks have this one at hand. The score is currently 107 to 90 with uh, about seven and a half left in the fourth. So okay. uh, the, the, the Hawks have dominated the whole game. But that's not what we're going to talk. I mean, represent the A, you know, we do what we do. Peace up, A-Town down. A-Town down. Yes. So no disrespect to the Hawks. But I know you, my friend, based on attire alone. You're going you're gonna, to, for, for those who will watch this YouTube, you want to show, there it is. So, yeah. And, and please know there's not just that on the front, like, if you vibe with us on the page, you know who our player is. So, you know, that name is involved on the shirt as well. Uh, so there's right. that. Because I, I just I just wouldn't be wearing this just off GP. So. Oh, no, just anyway. no. So your boy, the claw, Kawhi. We could call him Clutch Kawhi if, Kawhi if we really had to, quiet as it's kept. He's, he's forced to game seven against the Dallas Mavericks today at 2.30. Mm-hmm. Central 3.30 Eastern. Mm-hmm. They said he wasn't going to get out of game six, dog. They did. And, you know, it, the the criticism is, is well-deserved. He hasn't shown up in quite consistently in quite the ways. And let's just be honest. Luca is putting the thing uh, on him. <laughs> let's, 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 yes. Like, it isn't just it's, that Kawhi hasn't been what we've seen typically of Kawhi in playoffs, like Luca's been lights out. Yeah. And so how do you, like anybody would have a hard time with Luca? Absolutely. Right. Um, But I get it. You know, he's supposed to be Mr. He's supposed to be Mr. All around. So Mm -hmm. Mr. Defense and Mr. Offense. Right. right. Um, He's supposed to be able to do it all. Um, But Luca is pushing all, all of that. (laughs) He is. All of it. He is. Which is what has me excited about this game seven. This is, uh, this is the, I'm trying to make sure I get the statistic right, but no home team has won on their home court this whole series. Correct. So in order to take the series, uh, where's this game today? Uh, it's in, it's in LA. It's in LA. It's a home- like, it's, it's a, a home game. game it's a home Clippers. game, right? Home so they're gonna game. have to win a game. They're gonna have to win a home game. And usually, <laughs> you're saying they're gonna have to win an away game. Like the right. worry is in, in this series, you worry about when they play at home. So um, equally as important to the question of which Kawhi, like how, where will Kawhi be on the scale of what we know Kawhi can be, right? It's just where is Paul George, and why is Paul George at this point? Ooh, Paul ooh. George is doing the things 
that he does very well in the playoffs, which is nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, he just it's doesn't. You can, you cannot, he cannot. He cannot show up. Mm-mm. Like he can't. Like we've so we've had enough of a representative sample at this point to um, declare that with some level of comfort. Which is why, for me, as much as it pains me to say it, like even if they make it out of the series with the gauntlet they're going to have to go through in the West, especially given who's remaining, like how far can Kawhi kind of singularly carry them outside of the, beyond the first round if they win today, realistically? Yeah. And, and, you know, that's why I say like some of the criticism against Kawhi, sure, you can criticize him. He hasn't shown up. There's been a couple of games or parts in some of the games where he's just like, which Kawhi are we going to get? Who is this? He's supposed like to be the man. Like this is his team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fair criticism. It is, but it's, and it's also the, well, where is everybody else? Cause Paul George is supposed to be a superstar and oh. I get it. Playoff Rondo is a real thing. Whether this playoff PG is or not is yet to be determined, but playoff Rondo is real. He's a serious um, Yeah, He is. And he has brought, it's just still like I don't know what's not right with them as a team. Yeah, I just I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, and, and I thought after the bubble playoffs that they would have been able to figure it out, but I just am still shocked at how they've not taken anything away from Dallas. Um, but just the fact that they have continued to to just struggle and just not be able to to clear this because if they lose the series. I, I like I don't know. You get bounced in the first round. If if they lose the six, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you know this. Uh, Kawhi uh, is eligible as a free agent after this season, right? That is correct. Yeah, and if they lose, yeah. if they lose tonight or today, <laughs> tonight, uh, right? <laughs> right. You think he stays? So I knew you would ask me that. And I don't have an answer for two reasons. <laughs> the main one, no, two reasons. The main one is because I didn't think he would leave Toronto. Okay. And he, <laughs> and he totally did. <laughs> and then the second thing is, I just don't know where else does he go? Where does he go? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then it's like, and I've heard Stephen A. Smith, you know, name off a couple places that are like, ooh, like Miami. And um, so going back to the East, but then it's like with the type of player that he is, this would be team number four yeah. if he moves, which, you know, that may not may not make a difference. I, I, I don't know. This day and age, it may not matter. Um, but that's that's the other thing. So I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but it's like they'd have to get somebody else because I don't think Paul George is going anywhere. He's not. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not the man. Like, no, I think I think I think to the extent that the Clippers uh, deferred to like turn the keys of the, of the car over to Kawhi. Like, I think he misjudged what uh, Paul George could bring to the table. And that's on him. That's mm-hmm. on Kawhi for it thinking. Is. Uh, and I understand why the Clippers did it. Like they got him, so like they have to give him some. Who do you want your complimentary pieces, or you know, who else do you want to be with you? But I think 
he hopefully is realizing like, oh, he's not that dude. And Kawhi has always been a part of a team where he's been successful and gotten championships and been MVPs. It's not always just been Kawhi as the man, right? Like he's right. always had strong compliments. Like if you look at the, the, the series, the final series in 19, like that wasn't just the Kawhi show. That was yeah. Fred Van Vliet. That was uh, uh, Siakam. Mm -hmm. That was Lowry, you know? Uh, and you don't hear like comparable names that he has as supporting pieces with the Clippers. I mean, I think fundamentally that's his problem is like he, he needs, he is great on his own, yes, but he, even at his greatest points, he's always had great compliments. So on those nights when he was off, you had cats who could pick up the slack. He doesn't have that in, in, in the Clippers as it's formally constituted. No, because it's it's not Beverly and it's not consistently PG. Um, Rondo is not solely there for that. He brings another element to the team that they didn't have last year, but that's still not his role. It's not his role. And, and Rondo's getting up there age-wise. You know what exactly. I mean? Like that, like that's not that we shouldn't expect that type of production from Rondo on a, a day in day out basis. I think what Rondo most brings to the, the table for this team is some like leadership mm -hmm. and, and, and some needed aggression from time to time. Rondo is tough as yeah. hell. Listen, cause he was not happy with Kawhi when he shot the oh, air when ball. He shot that air ball. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> yeah like what are we doing that's what we're doing yeah. like so like that. he's that, he, that and that's a necessary element for a championship team but again i mean i it's not it's it's too extreme a comparison but i i view because rondo can actually still like run up and down the court and affect a game in a way but you know how like the heat have kept ud all these years not for so much for him to play but for him to be that that dog so to speak Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I think Rondo serves like as far as having that type of voice on the team, he is that for the Clippers. Yeah. And I'm going to say this and I like your thoughts on it too. Like, cause I felt it for a while. Like Ty Lu is not a scrub of a coach. All right. That's true. Oh. <laughs> it's what what else is there after that? <laughs> I don't think. There oh, is that was anything. period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. Like, oh, oh, that's it. That that was it. Oh. Uh, like I just I think I mean we look at the coaches that that Kawhi has been successful under you know Popovich up until like their relationship deteriorated and granted mm -hmm. not much of a, a sample size with Nick Nurse but. Nurse did some hellified coaching that year, like that particular season. Oh, he did. He did right? that. And I have not, I don't know that I've really seen that from Lou. But you tell me, because you probably have watched, you have watched certainly, I would imagine, more Clippers games this season than I have. I don't know how many you've watched, but I can tell, I can guarantee you it's more than I've watched. What's your take on Lou as a coach? Like, I think he's okay. 
but I think it also goes back to like if they were really trying to make a change from last season. So if you get if you if if you part ways with Doc Rivers, like you need to come with somebody like of, uh, upper uh, echelon. Like, can you get right. Pat Riley out of retire like from the heat? I mean, yeah, like come on from that executive right. <laughs> come coach. But right. yeah, so you need to go up. And for me, Ty Lue is not up. He's he's a decent coach. Um, but for me, it's kind of always I go back to when he was coaching. Um, I think it was the cat. Was it the Cavs? The Cavs? Yeah. When LeBron, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would hear all the LeBron is really coaching the team and telling Ty what to do, kind of thing. Um, I feel like it's the he was on the coaching staff and he's he wasn't an upgrade from Doc. No, not so, at all. Not at all. Not at all. You know, I, the consistent I mean, positive I, you know. I hear about Lou is that Lou has a way of will will hold everybody accountable. Right. So like like he would call out LeBron. Like LeBron didn't get the pass he was used to getting under previous regimes. So like the accountability piece is, is huge for him, which is great. Uh, but I just I just I'm not sure that for the Clippers, if the Clippers want to ship. I don't know that they're getting it with with Lou as the coach. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Point blank. Period. Yeah. And if they uh, don't get it this year, when, how, where? Yeah. Because yeah. this is this is Lou's first year. It is. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, we're in this for a second with him. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Well, so, well, and I'm only in it as long as Kawhi's there. So, you know, you know what? You're right. Just this you could be so a right. whole different shirt next. You're right. Like, you're right. It's like if, if I'm being honest, like no, no, no. That, that's that's an important because I think it applies to both of us. Actually, I wouldn't say that. I would say we're pretty agnostic when it comes to actual teams, right? There are players that we're more right. invested in and which team are they on? Cause that's the team I'm a rock with. I know right. you're in limbo uh, trying to figure out which Aaron Rodgers team you're going to support. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to be the Packers. I don't think so either. Um, what would really help is if he went to a team where there was an Alabama player, but well, Denver would, I mean, we've talked about Denver before. Denver would be good. Judy, Judy, because yeah. then yes. you could kind of two birds with one stone. Yeah. Uh, and um, while, we're, while we're in the football mode, I know there's there's other NF, NBA stuff we could talk about and we can come back to it. But because um, it's so it's like hot off the presses. Julio to the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. How are you he, feeling about he's that? out of here. He's out. Uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a Bama fan, as a Fal- as a Falcons follower and fan who rocked with the Falcons largely because of Alabama players, how are you feeling about him leaving the A? So it's I mean, really I hard. <laughs> it is. It's hard because I'm torn. Um, Julio second to Roddy is my well mm, let me not say that i won't finish that statement what well i will what i was going to say <laughs> is that he's my second favorite falcon that's not accurate 
Um, but he is one of my favorites. And I have primarily stuck with watching the Falcons even after Roddy retired because of Julio. Um, Who's your second favorite Falcon? Well, I mean, it kind of goes between you got Roddy, you got Michael Vick. It's it's a few. It be, okay, okay, right. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to prioritize him. That's why I stuck myself. No, no, now I'm going to hold myself to position. <laughs> Down a rabbit hole, and I just in my mind I need to pull myself out. <laughs> my bad, I, and I don't want to encourage that. So Julio is, is is on your short list of faves. Let's just leave it at that. He's okay. in the short list. Okay, yeah, I, I saw myself going down somewhere. Like, um, see what it happened with Vic. Well, <laughs> yeah, and then it just yeah, it was playing out well in my mind, friend. <laughs> but, anyway, I know it. So because he's getting older, though. And I just don't see them going back to the Super Bowl. I want to have, well, to the playoffs um, anytime soon with their current situation at quarterback. But I want to see him in a position again where he can win. Um, so I'm sad to see him leave. But if it's a better situation for him and it will, you know, possibly get him another opportunity to win a ring, then I will, I'm, I'm all for that and I support it. Um, but I kind of, you know, we've talked about. It. I suspected that he was going to leave after once, once the uh, Falcons drafted Pitts. I thought he was gone after. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And by way of update on uh, this, uh, oh, this uh, this Sixers Hawks game has gotten close. Oh, it's one eighteen one eleven with a minute and a half left. Yeah. Okay, now the Hawks can't do the thing that Atlanta teams typically do. <laughs> this 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 can't be. <laughs> this can't be that. It'll be some sad. I know it's like the, only the first game, but it's gonna be some sad um, Facebook friends. Oh, in my, indeed. In my timeline or in the news. Oh yeah, season. yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for you sure. Can be posted while you're watching that. Yeah, I, I'm just keeping an eye on it because I'm focused on this. But yeah, it's it's gotten close. It's a um, Bomani Jones talking about having to get off that narcotic of supporting Atlanta football teams. Like, yeah, man, I had to get off that narcotic after the after the NFL, after the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl, because it's like get, they had to get off the narcotic. So I'm just hoping this isn't one of those narcotic moments, <laughs> like happening in real time in this game. Mm. But um, so yeah, we'll, I'm I'm excited to see what. Um, what Julio in Tennessee looks like, him and Derrick Henry mm -hmm. uh, together. So yeah, it makes me excited. It makes me want to, you know, check out the the, the uh, Titan schedule and see what's what's good. I know um, Nashville. Here we come. I know, right? Like, and I don't think yeah. I don't think they I don't think they play the Falcons though, which would be the ideal, right? But. I, know. I don't think they play the Falcons, but uh, we'll have to check out, see what 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 might look good and appealing. I wonder if they play the Steelers, because then see Najee, Ooh. diabolical. I know. <laughs> so we'll have to check that out. Definitely, that, yeah. this definitely puts the Titans on like my list of okay. Like in addition to the Falcons and and Panthers, as far as potential games, like okay. Maybe there's a Titans game, regular season right. game in the future. What yeah. else is going on NFL-wise while we're in this lane? Uh, I don't know of any. That seems like the, I mean, as far as like the latest thing, like the latest news of any importance there. I mean, 
between Julio. I mean, Julio's chip has fallen as far as where he's going to land. We're just waiting on your boy A.A. Rod, right? A.A. Rod. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess more to come there. Pivoting back to the NBA, because that's where we are this afternoon, literally. So yeah. um, it's five point difference now. Um, the Hawks are still up. <laughs> I cannot believe this game has gotten this close. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so are you surprised by the Lakers early exit? I knew we were going to talk about the Lakers. <laughs> yes, friend. Uh, yes. Um, I, when AD, sort of. So when AD went out, uh, yeah. It, I said, they're not going to win. Yeah, yeah. Watching this, I think, I don't know if I watched every game, but at least most of the games in that series, um, the Suns were just playing too well. And yeah, without yeah. having both a healthy AD and LeBron, mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Book was just kind of, yeah, definitely. Book was lights out. Like there wasn't, he was not to be denied at all. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know if you saw the clip of, um, like Jamel Hill posted this clip of like, Book came in like an old school cutlass, like driving through the facilities, like he's driving up to the lake to the to Staples, like like the Lakers owe him money. Like he just came, he came in real determined. He came in hot, like he hit that curb. Yeah. <laughs> and then his attire, did you see the pants my man had on Ooh, pregame? Yes, yes. Like he just, he was not, I mean, he was just ready to handle business in every way, in every way. Uh, so yeah, I, I wasn't very surprised by it. And we have to, we have to reconcile ourselves to the fact that, um, LeBron is getting older, you know, the LeBron is 37 now, 36, 37, yeah, 36 or 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so father time always wins in that way. So I wasn't particularly surprised either. Uh, and we have to, we have to, I mean, hats off to, the Lakers and the Heat, frankly, for uh, playing in the finals of that of the uh, bubble season, and then seventy-two de- uh, days later, starting this grind. So, to that extent, it's not really surprising that they gave out a gas, and that and that injuries kind of set in. Not surprising yeah. at all, but hats off to them for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I any know. other? I, I expect to see. At least the heat back. Um, for sure. For sure. Um, any other. Yeah. So, um, we'll see what happens next season. Any other outcomes of surprise to you as far as the first round in the uh, playoffs? Three point game. Um, oh, gosh. Well, I guess I should say the Hawks and the Knicks. <laughs> 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 but no, I think the Hawks will be fine. Um, no, it's been, it's been, I don't know. I don't know for lack of a better word, I won't say fun. Um, but it's been pretty interesting to watch the next kind of come together um, uh-huh. and play in the playoffs. I didn't watch any of their regular season games. Just, you know, heard that they were the team that was going to come out of the East. So to watch yep. them play and really kind of go through the first round, um, they they've been a good team, the exciting team to watch. Um, 
Yeah, but, I caught some of that game yesterday. I mean, to the extent it was competitive. Right, a, a game. <laughs> like, a, yeah, like, uh, you know. But no, it'll be, it will be interesting uh, uh, to see how, like, how these playoffs kind of evolve or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the fact that we have, like, the Suns and the Jazz and, and the Mavs all kind of making noise in this way, I think it's kind of refreshing, frankly, because, yeah. you know, that, to have the Seas, the Lakers, oh, like the typical players, like there was a stat or something I think I shared on the page that how this is the first time since 1998 that neither the Spurs, Lakers, Heat, nor uh, Warriors are, will be in the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, it's great to see smaller market teams get some love. Uh, I hate to see Dame Dollar. Uh, he's got to figure out his situation. Like, loyalty's great, but I'm, is the thing going to happen for him in Portland? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, I know that 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 they've got they've gotten rid of the coach as of yesterday, but I think their their issues are a bit more profound than just a coaching change. Like it's a personnel issue as well. It is. And and you're right. Like I think he's, if he hasn't already started to think about it, it's like I've put in time and years and been loyal to this organization. For I'd what? Like to win a championship, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's why they're doing it, right? Like that's, yeah. th- that, that's why they're doing it. Uh, the, the individual uh, accomplishments and numbers are great, but they all want a ring. Mm-hmm. They all want a ring. Uh, so... I think he's going to have to get open to the possibility that his ring is not in Portland. Yeah. His um, ring may not be and, in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on, you know, the salary cap of some of these teams, I don't know who may, may have the opportunity to, to pick him up, but. I don't know either. I don't know either. So here's to hoping he, he can, figure it out. And, and if sta- and yeah. if he stays that he gets the pieces he needs. I mean, I feel like he's very much in a Kawhi situation. Like he needs pieces. Right. Uh, C- CJ isn't enough. Uh, so fingers crossed for Dame, Dame Dollar. I, I am a huge fan of his. Um, other news that's relevant to today in particular, Serena. Out at the French Open. Yeah. I didn't watch the match. I saw. I, I didn't either. Was it Cindy who posted? Cindy, in our Cindy page? posted. Yeah. yeah. And that was my first indication that, like, oh. It's like, oh. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> so I, didn't go <laughs> I immediately went to ESPN. I'm like, it must not be good. <laughs> right. Like, like, oh, oh, it's not. Like, straight sets. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not, not particularly close. Mm-mm. Oh, I I need this for her, man. I you know like it feels like we're run we're like racing against time at this point. And yeah, I mean, as, as you mentioned on the thread, so we'll just share what your your point was about the opportunity. Well, and and we'll probably talk about this at some point in our whole tennis discussion. But with um, Osaka not being in in the French Open tournament. Clearly, there are other good players, but as of lately, it seemed to have been where Osaka is the primary challenger to mm-hmm. the threat. To the Serena. threat, 
But she's the threat. She's the yeah. one that you know is going to be in the finals. And so at some point you're going to get, you're going to have to get through her. And so without, without Naomi there, to me, this was Serena's time. If she's going to tie the record, then what time like the French Open? This, this is it. This is it. Um, and so. <sighs> yeah. My nerves are bad. My nerves are bad, like now, officially, because now every what do we have next? Wimbledon in a couple of weeks, starting in a couple We're of weeks, July or June. Yeah, so Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Open in in August, September. Yeah, it, it's uh, and so without having watched this match today. And I don't know if I actually saw any of her prior match, but just, you know, heard how much, how well she played. So I'm not sure what didn't go well today um, for her. Um, uh Oh, two. 124, 124. Time is left in this game. 8.9. This is a minute and a half. (laughs) You talk about nerves being bad, man. It's just like. And when you say two point game, that's the Hawks still up by two. Mm-hmm. Mm. After having been up by twenty something, um, yes, at least twenty two. Oh, I can most recall. Of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, up by three now. Okay. Maybe one more free throw. The longest. It really is. It really is. It's, it's <laughs> like pulling teeth. I'll give the Sixers credit. Wow. They they came back. It's going to be a series. Um, but I digress. We were talking Serena. We were talking what this window looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. Serena is Serena is forty in September. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's yeah. Forty. She's forty. So. <laughs> it's like yes <laughs> yeah 40 and uh not getting any younger and i don't know what kind of injuries she's still nursing or you know whatever the case may be but i, I, don't, yeah. I don't know and, and, the the, image- and the talent oh go ahead no no, no you got it Seriously. i was just gonna say and the talent is just getting better so i haven't seen coco golf play but she seems to be doing fairly well um this tournament and um I don't know if Sloan won her last match yesterday. I don't know if she's still in it, but um, you know, still some of the the younger players, other than Naomi, are are doing well. Mm-hmm. American players, anyway, in this tournament. Yep, that's but, right. That's right. I mean, you you make a good point. Like Serena's getting older, and the younger players who were like inspired by her are like uh, prime sparring right ascending mm-hmm. so she's got her age and their youth you know in her head yeah. it'll be in my head if 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 i were her so if i she um so let's let's keep hope alive for her for wimbledon let's keep hope alive for her for wimbledon and what happened there uh, but this is a good segue into the inevitable conversation uh, 
around Naomi Osaka. Mm -hmm. uh, were you were you surprised by the position that uh, the tennis federations took with regard to her uh, backing off of pressers? I was, but I probably shouldn't have been. Um, okay. Just kind of given, yeah, I, I really shouldn't have been. I, I mean, she said from the beginning before the tournament started, like, this is, <laughs> find me, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but but donate right. my fine to a good cause. So it's, uh, yeah, I wish I, I don't know. For some reason, I was still surprised. It, it was disappointing um, that they did take that position, especially given what I didn't know that I saw you posted earlier with Federer withdrawing from the tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listening to his body. Right. So I'm like, if he's doing the thing that she said before the tournament started, <laughs> that she's like, mentally, I'm not here. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, I still want to play. I just don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I just don't want to have to talk And to that's you. not okay. And she said that at the jump. He's, mm -hmm. and you know how much I am team fed. I, I, I know. Yeah. So if he's like three rounds in and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, my body's saying <laughs> I'm no. Feeling, I'm not feeling, my body's saying no. <laughs> and, and yeah. And they're like, oh, it's okay. We support you. How, how is this different? I just had questions about that. And, but anyway, it's not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, and, and yeah, I just, I just feel like the, the, Fed, the, you know, first of all, the, the, the French open uh, federation just completely bungled how they handled her initial indication that she didn't want to do pressers and then mm -hmm. to double down in it and have their, their fellow federations, uh, in the form, you know, from Wimbledon, U.S. Open, and Australia, and kind of pile on and say, "Okay, but if you continue this route, like there's going to be escalated, potentially escalating penalties." I just thought it was so tone deaf. I'm not saying anything that hadn't been said a thousand uh, times at this point, uh, but I think there's a conversation around uh, not just like uh, black athletes, their mental health, that Naomi's. Uh, um, condition um, brings to light that we're just not talking about. Like this mental right. health piece um, and athletes and black athletes in particular, like this just opens up a whole Pandora box around that conversation that frankly expands far beyond a tennis court and, and tennis and black tennis players. Um, I think we've got to explore uh, like it puts it puts Allen Iverson's practice spiel in another context, especially now knowing two decades later, he was dealing with the death of a best friend. Mm -hmm. You know, it puts, for me, it puts um, beast modes, truculence with the media. Like we have to explore why these athletes are reluctant to talk to the media and not just assume because they're divas arrogant, sometimes there's more there. And I think Naomi in her own way is, is will, will, have, will facilitate those discussions uh, in a more expedited manner 
then has she not taken the stand she's taken? And I'm I'm completely sure she took the stand more as a as a matter of personal protection and as they say, self care. But the ripple effect right. it could potentially have, I mean, it's like this this is something that the NFL should has got to be aware of and and the NBA has got to be aware of. Now granted I know that the flip side is that um, players for, hold on one second, uh, players for NBA and uh, NFL uh, speak to the media often, whereas tennis players, it is just like, you know, their, tur- their tournaments are seasonal. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's less access to tennis players. Uh, uh, but we've got to figure out a way to, and I wish that the um, the federations had tried to innovate more before shutting her down so succinctly, had tried to figure out a compromise. Posted an article about uh, that in which a, a, a lawyer posited that they in fact broke the law by virtue of not, or that the French Open broke the law by virtue of not attempting to accommodate her in some way. I'm not familiar mm. with French law. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm more familiar with uh, employment law, the the American side of the house. Um, and Cindy reminded me that there's some precedent for um, a a PGA player being accommodated in the form of like riding in the cart. Uh, uh, and if that can be, and that was upheld by the Supreme Court, and if if that can be an accommodation, then Certainly, uh, and and you know this does not have to do so directly with the field of play. Like, why can't this be considered an accommodation? Uh, although, uh, golf players, tennis players are um, independent contractors, so they're not mm-hmm. employees in that way. But it's you know it's an it's an interesting legal question. Uh, uh, but going back to the mental health piece in black athletes, um, one thing we don't talk about about tennis in particular and the history of uh, black women tennis players struggling is, you know, Althea Gibson, uh, you know, she, she dominates tennis, tennis in the late 50s and then has to abruptly quit in like 59 because she's not making money. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's, it's before, you know, you could get paid in that way. And so she had to go and she did like hustle in other ways. Uh, one by becoming like a, a member of the LPGA. I think one of the black first black women to do that. And she was a great she was a good golfer. Um, but in the uh, sometime in the 80s or maybe even the 90s, she reaches out to her former doubles partner to say goodbye. She's her, her beloved husband has died. She's run out of money and she's planning on ending her life. And the, the, the doubles partner who was also a dear friend uh, said, wait, like, what is it you like? What exactly do you need in this moment? And initiated like an effort to get her back on her feet financially, mm-hmm. uh, which she did. Uh, but these mental health issues aren't new to else, you know, aren't new to t- to black women in tennis. Right. Arguably, like the the greatest black woman tennis player, like clearly had uh, like suffered from anxiety and had ideations of suicide. 
so this this is just a continuum. I mean, and the irony is Althea Gibson is in this place in part because of financial destitution. 20 or 30 years later, 40 years later, you have Naomi Osaka. Money is not her problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she, in fact, she's like, I'll pay the fine. I got, right. I got take right. my 15,000, give it to a health, uh, an organization that does mental health. So it's, a, it's, the, you know, there's beauty in the fact that it's evolved, like black women in tennis have evolved from an Althea's, uh, Althea's viewpoint of not being able to make enough to survive to Naomi having more than she'll ever need uh, and having enough to be, be willing to pay for our own peace of mind, right? Like, Mm-hmm. Take my fifteen thousand. It's worth it for my mental, right? But that fundamental issue of mental health is still there, regardless of how many millions you're making or not making. Mm-hmm. And unless and until these federations, these leagues, these organizations really start to drill down on that in a meaningful way uh, and judge less, uh, even related to, and I know the NFL has taken a, a a softer stance with regard to marijuana use, but exploring why players need to use marijuana in the first place. Like what, what is it about it that don't just don't make an assumption that it's just like drug seeking behavior. And they like, there's a reason why they need that come down. Uh, And, and so taking a broader approach to mental health, I, I think this is, I hate that Naomi is going through it hopeful that uh, on the back end of it, it will have had this, this ripple effect and benefit for athlete, black athletes across the board. But I'll, I'll say to a point that you made earlier, it's, I, I think it's unfortunate, but it is going to shed more light because different from Althea, um, where they are both at the top of their game, it's more of a position of power that Naomi has. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it could be the the financial security that Althea didn't have that Naomi is like, listen, and it's almost more of like the tiger to golf, like tennis, you need me more than I need you. Sure. So it's that position of power to say, I'm in my early 20s and I love this game, but I love my mental health more. Um, and because I have all these sponsors and her sponsors have supported her, other players like Steph and Serena and, you know, all these other players, top athletes from in other um, in other sports have mm-hmm. supported her. I think that does help. And maybe that will. I, I don't know. You know, the NFL is always slow about everything. Well, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm a little more hopeful in the tennis space and in the NBA and WNBA where these conversations, if that, that those organizations will take a look at how, what is the mental well, what is the overall well-being of, of these athletes, but what is specifically the mental before it starts to get to the NFL space? Um, That's just kind of where we are with it. But I think too, that that is, I, so that's what I think is the main difference. It's Mm -hmm. between the two. And let's just be honest, like she's in her early 20s. She's always said that, um, and Naomi, she's yeah. always said, I don't do, like, I don't, I'm not a public speaker. Yep. You yep. see how in the post, just immediately after a win, she's, that's just how, that's her nature. Um, but let's just think about when she came in, her first, 
um, her major Grand Slam win was against Serena and she was booed for winning <laughs> because of how Serena lost. So mm -hmm. if that's your entry point into yeah. stepping onto the tennis stage, yeah, compounded with everything else from a social anxiety you may already have, yeah, I sure. totally understand where she is um, and, and respect her a lot for saying, I need this time to to work this out for me and get in a better headspace and forget all the things that people say is you're an athlete. This is your profession. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Sure. But as if that comes with it, okay. But maybe she needs this time to figure out how she can be in a better headspace to come back where she can, you know, start to handle the, the more of the attention and these, and you know, these types of social um, and speaking parts that come with playing the game. But yeah, I mean, I, I totally respect her for, for doing that. Cause I don't know who else, not to say that, you know, there haven't been the Althea's like you said, and Serena Venus and others who have come before her, but this is a lot sure. for her to, to take this position and say, okay, well, I'm, I'm just be out. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good because I, you know, I, I felt for her even, even when the, the Federation came at her as it did and said, well, you know, like maybe like you could be suspended from play. And she was like, okay, I'll just stay at home. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, like sure. actually now that you mention it, that can help my mental too, to, to at least on this occasion, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to push through and do it. But at the end of the day, maybe my not playing at all, <laughs> it works for me. Yeah. I mean, it more right. damages the Federation than it does her. You know, if anything, her statute's only been elevated mm -hmm. as a result of all this. You make an excellent point about like the, the times and circumstances that Naomi's in versus Althea. Like what Steph or Serena equivalent would, would Althea have even had in 1959, right? Like this is even before you had like a cadre of top elite black athletes mm -hmm. who were speaking out on issues generally. I mean, so that she had nobody in that way. Right. Which was part of her experienced isolation and loneliness that she yeah. had nobody. Yeah. Uh, so Naomi does have the benefit of, the Steph Curry's and the Serena's and the Venus's and like the slew of athletes. And we know that if, if Kobe were alive, he mm -hmm. would have vocalized support for her. Uh, so she does have the benefit of being, and again, there is this, there's this kind of beautiful uh, symmetry to see how the, the progression of how Althea experiences these issues of mental health. Uh, yeah. And how she and 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 her and her story is one of overcoming too, uh, versus or compared to how Naomi is na na navigating it, and 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 surviving. Mm -hmm. uh, so it'll be interesting to see because, like we said just a while ago, Wimbledon is just around the corner. Yeah. So this issue isn't going away, and then once Wimbledon gets gone really good, then you're right at the U.S. Open again. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're going to be, this is going to be a topic that will be visited because it's, we're just in that season of tennis where this is going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we've covered a lot of ground. Can you think of anything 
Game is tied, Lakers, Dallas. No, Clippers, Dallas. I got the wrong okay, staple. I was like, wait, what? I got the wrong staple center team in my head for a second. Uh, now, it's 19, now it's 19. <laughs> now it's 1916 Clippers. Uh, I, and I hadn't been focused enough to know exactly how Kawhi is doing. Uh, but they're up by one now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot for us to to talk about going forward and uh, look forward to doing so. You got any closing shots, pardon shots? No, just, um, you know, good discussion around. Definitely. Um, I'm glad we were able to talk about the, the mental health piece of it because we know that there are others who are dealing with it and may not have, um, for various reasons, um, just may not have the support around them. Um, so I, I'm glad that it's, that she's highlighting that it's not like, you don't have to, you can be like a top professional athlete and still have these issues. Money doesn't, and fame doesn't change that. Right. Um, and, and in I'm some ways, we they can have that yeah, it, right. Yeah. Yeah. Money and money and fame can actually kind of make those things worse for some, you know, it's just a matter mm -hmm. of how they manage them. So yes, great, great discussion, friend. Uh, so we got another two weeks. We'll be knee deeper into, we'll be knee deeper into the, um, the NBA playoffs. Uh, Hardaway Jr. may be injured. I'm just in real time. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, got a limp uh, being walked off the court. Um, yeah. So we'll still be in NBA playoffs. We haven't talked baseball, so maybe there'll be an opportunity. We'll be creeping up on all-star. All-star. Creeping up on all-star pretty soon. Uh, and NBA draft has to be. Should be right Ooh. around the corner. I don't know. Oh, yeah. When, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's got to be pretty soon. Yeah. It's got to be pretty soon. Uh, so yeah, there's there, there's never a lack for for a discussion for us. So uh, in the meantime, we ask our listeners to take care. If you want to stay in touch with us between episodes, the way to do it, best way to do it, is to hop on Facebook and join us at Black Girls Vibe Tribe, where we have all the conversations around all the things. There are daily posts uh, around sports news and folks offering their hot takes and on different sports things. There's a lot of humor, I think, to be found on our page. Whether folks mean to be funny or not, they are. Uh, and so until we meet again, you all take care and uh, be safe. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.